Hey, it's Khadija here with the Travel Like a Boss podcast, where I help new and aspiring travelers create the adventure of their dreams. Today, we're going to jump straight into the podcast, and we're talking about why there are no bad travel experiences. So first off, before we jump in, I do want to put a disclaimer out there. That doesn't mean that you just jump on a plane to somewhere, you don't research, you're not saved, you go and you do something that could really get you in trouble or get you hurt or people around you hurt. So obviously you still want to take cautions and make sure that you're smart about travel, but when done smartly and safely, there genuinely are no bad travel experiences. And I can say this from experience because I've had a lot of really interesting and weird and kind of crazy travel experiences and looking back on them, like every single one of them, I would never change. Never, 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 because they really weren't bad. You know, at the moment it felt insane, but they've led me to so much growth and so many lessons and you don't want to change them. And I think that's a beautiful thing about travel. So I've got a couple of really crazy experiences, but I think I'm going to share the one that kind of ties into this, the best or the most. And that is my experience with some girlfriends when we were in London. So I'm just going to summarize because it was really just a week of everything that could go wrong did go wrong so starting off from the flight in we flew into an airport that we didn't realize was about an hour away from london and i'd only flown into heathrow before that so i was familiar with heathrow how that works and we flew into somewhere that was a little bit further away i don't remember the exact airport but we flew in and it was at night and it was so dark and we'd booked a hotel that was close to the airport so you know we got in our taxi we went to the hotel we went in we took a shower and then we went to sleep and it seemed fine we're like we're here we're in london we're doing good or we're close to london and then we woke up and we went to breakfast and when we were at breakfast you know we met a couple of the locals and they kept asking us the same question more than one person they're like why are you in dunstable and that's where we ended up um, at I don't know if you're familiar with Dunstable or with that area but they kept asking us why are you in Dunstable and it was like more than one person who kept asking us this and we're like oh we're here to see London you know we're going to go on these adventures and we should have known from the way they're asking us that like something wasn't quite right with what we just done so by the time we figured it out we were ready to try to get into London and then we pulled it up on our phone to try to find how to get into there and it showed that we had to take like three buses and it was going to take two hours and to make a long story short we did take those three buses along the way one of my friends lost her ipad um and then when we finally got to our location you know we were so tired but we still weren't even close to london we were at a different location that was just as far away and so we stayed there for two days trying to figure things out and then you know from there we had to move so we were kind of like virtually homeless for two days and essentially what happened was between that time the second location and being virtually homeless i lost my wallet um and i had my bus pass on there so that was kind of our only form of transportation at the time and it also had my credit card in there so i had no money i had no way to really get around and we were at that point i'd lost my wallet and we were 
not just virtually homeless, but homeless homeless. So basically what had happened was we tried to book a couch surfing experience. And this is not knocking couch surfing at all, but I think the experience that we booked was not the right one for us. Um, we ended up politely excusing ourselves and going on the street. And that was how we ended up pretty much like we had no place to stay, but we were like, we're not gonna go there. And my friend said that, you know, she found a hotel, but the thing was her cell phone didn't have service. So I'm not, to this day, I'm not even sure how we were following the GPS, but it was following us to, taking us to this random location. And when we finally got there, there was no hotel. There was absolutely nothing. Like it was just empty, an empty spot. And it was a neighborhood. And it started to kind of raining, you know, and apparently it was one of the worst thunderstorms of the year at that time. And so all these things kept compounding from like booking a hotel that was really far out, then booking a second hotel that was far out, and then losing the iPad, and then losing my wallet, and losing our money, and then booking a couch surfing experience that was less than ideal, you know, and it just was all compounding. But my friend was like, you know what, there's nothing we can do. Let's just knock on some doors and see if someone can help us. So that's what we did. The neighborhood seemed like a pretty nice neighborhood. The people there, it was quiet. And so we knocked on a door and the guy came out and this is gonna sound really weird, but the one thing I remember was when he came out, he smelled like soap. And so I was like, okay, this seems safe because he smells like soap, which don't base your assumptions on people off of that. But, you know, he seemed nice. And then, you know, his mother was living with him. His wife was living with him. So he seemed like, you know, like a stable person who's got relationships and has people who are accountable to him. So we kind of were like, okay, we feel like we can trust this guy. So we, she, my friend was telling him the whole situation about what happened and how we were homeless. And he was like, okay, well, let me like throw on some clothes and I'll take you guys to a hotel. So... You know, he took us to, I think, three hotels because two out of the three had no vacancy. And on the third hotel, we got there and we looked so drenched and so tired that the innkeeper, you know, he cut us a deal and he threw us in a room. And then the next morning, he offered to take us to the train station with him with the taxi. And, you know, we offered to pay. And he was like, no, no, it's okay. Like, you, I was going to go to the train station anyway. So, you know, it was a lot of really great things that started off kind of crazy and then ended up pretty good and then at that point I got in contact with my family and they agreed to wire me some money because you know all of my stuff was gone and by the end of the trip you know we found an Airbnb that was really great that was like close to a train station that would take us into London we got to see some great plays got to see some amazing things and see the museums and the crazy thing was, you know, it's, it didn't start that way. The adventure did not start that way at all. And, you know, I still have some friends who were on the trip who every time, like when I bring it up, I was like, that was such a fun trip. And they're like, no, 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 no. Like, don't bring up that trip. We don't want to think about it. But it really was because it was an adventure, you know, and while I would never recommend that <laughs> again for anyone else, it taught me so much. And it was actually the catalyst for why I love planning travel now because I realized like there's nothing wrong with you know being a little spontaneous and throwing things to the wind but when you travel and when you really plan an amazing adventure that 
You know, things are planned out with a little wiggle room for spontaneity. It makes your travel so much easier and so much stress-free and you actually get to relax. And when you come back, you feel relaxed. You don't feel stressed. And if I hadn't had that adventure, I never would have learned that lesson. And that's why I say there are no bad travel experiences because whether it's something that feels insane in the moment, if you survive and you make it through, there's always a lesson you can learn from it. So I say, let's say, don't be afraid to travel. Don't be afraid to make a mistake. You know, we had to learn the hard way about if you've ever taken Spirit Airlines that they charge for your carry on. And we didn't like my friends when we were traveling, we didn't know that until we got to the airport. So I learned, you know, research before you go and things like that. So, you know, everything can be a lesson and everything can definitely be a blessing. And, you know, there's always something to be learned from travel and whether it's a good situation or a situation that you wish had gone a little bit differently, there's always something that can be learned. So that is my little tidbit for today. Um, I would love to hear from you guys. If you had a travel experience that was a little bit wonky that you learned something from, or if there's maybe some fears that are keeping you or holding you back from going on your first travel experience, don't let them hold you back. Just go, just plan it out. You know, take the baby steps, do the research, try to be as safe as possible, but you can't prevent everything. You just have to go out there and know that the universe has your back, that you are covered, and that everything is either going to be a lesson or a blessing. So that is it for today. If you want to email me, you can always email the Travel Like a Boss podcast at gmail.com. My name is Khadija Hupp, and you can just tell me some of your stories if you're interested in planning an adventure and would like some tips or some advice or you're looking for a way to do it in a fun and affordable way just give me an email again at travel like a boss podcast at gmail.com okay so that is it for today thank you so much for listening and i'm wishing you all the best on your travel adventures